Dungeons and Donuts! Or Donuts and Dragons. Donuts, donuts and, and Dragons! dragons. Alright, so let's, uh, let's, what do you guys, what do y'all say we play some D&D, huh? Yay! If we have to. <laughs> Um, so we're going to go ahead and just go, um, we'll start off with introducing our guests tonight. So this is a Dad Bod D&D official one-shot. Um, it is, we're, I'm calling it Tomb Raider. I, I don't care if it's licensed or, you know, whatever. It has nothing to do with Lara Croft. <laughs> so we'll start in the bottom left, which would be Nat. Hi, I'm Nat. Uh, I use... Oh, the pronouns are on the screen, but in case you can't see him for every reason, I use he, him pronouns. Um, am I going through character or just... So, I guess I should have explained that. It's my fault. We Go ahead and, uh, if you want to plug anything you want, um, Twitter, you know, whatever, maybe creator that you do, whatever, uh, YouTube, stuff like that, if you have it. Um, and then a quick blurb about your character. Sounds good. Uh, I am at CrimeNet on Twitter. I'm the Tuesday DM, and I produce a publication monthly through RPG Kitchen, where we is a creator spotlight, where we take work from the public and make it into something beautiful and share it, so we, everyone can see how amazing and beautiful each other are. Uh, and we're currently looking for submissions. It's my pinned tweet. If you wanna check that out, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be playing Strodos today, a Triton Stone Sorcerer in the desert. It's going to be very dry. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to have a lot of fun playing, because he's not a normal sorcerer. He's very, like, martial and uh, about and a bit of a charismatic leader type. Less of a stand in the back. I am squishy. I shoot magic. It'll be good. Nice. And then top left, Star. Hello, I'm Star. Uh, you can find me at Mad Brad Star Child. Tonight I will play, be playing Lucinda, a Furbolg cleric of light. Uh, I have nothing else to plug, so yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And then we'll go down to the bottom right, Jen. Hi, I'm Jen. I go by they, them pronouns. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QuixoteJen, Q-U-I-X-O-T-E-J-E-N, one N. Um, and I'm just happy to be here. I got nothing to plug. Um, I'm playing a monk for the very first time, so wish me luck. Um, and I'm playing an Aaron Genasi elemental monk named Newt. The umlaut over the U, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then Anders. Uh, Hello, I'm Anders. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on the internet at Anders underscore D underscore K. Um, tonight, I will be playing Yarrow, the Circle of Spores druid. She's human, sort of. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure I have things to plug, but I don't know what they are right now. So just check out my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. And I'm Bob. I am the DM of DadBod D&D. So I do run the Twitter over at DadBod D&D. Um, I am a he, him. And 
you can find us anywhere dad bod dnd I, I mean i have official dad bod announcements that we have to do which we are sponsored by skull splitter dice so if you need a nice set of metal dice which i do try and plug as often as possible um but in all honesty we were talking earlier i can't not use metal dice now it it has to be metal dice i don't know it just it just feels better um, I did recently just buy a dice holder, which you can kind of see it on my shelf. It's a nice steampunk skull that holds you know, probably five to eight sets of dice, so not too bad. Um, but if you're interested, scroll all the way down in Twitch, click on the Skull Splitter link, use the promo code DADBOD to get 10% off your first order, and proceeds help them as well as us. So, um, Also, you can find us anywhere you search DADBOD DMD. We're on Twitter. I think we have an Instagram. I'm not sure. I don't use it very often. <laughs> um, and then what's Instagram? What is that? I don't even know. And then, if you want to join us for this amazing one shot that we're going to be in, or future one shots, join our Discord. Scroll down in the Twitch chat, and you'll see the Discord link. Go ahead and click it, and use the command exclamation point I want in and it will show you the super secret community one shot channel um, what is today Tuesday it's Tuesday always <laughs> always Tuesday so Thursdays <laughs> we do have what we call the podcast where we talk about D&D pop culture news stuff like that where we just kind of rant and you know go on for about an hour um, every Friday night we do play our uh, campaign which is the Waterdeep dragon heist and it's getting super interesting but we'll save it for that what do you say are we ready i think we're ready enough suspense yeah. so this one i have dubbed tomb raiders um it does it i have taken some from magic the gatherings and monkhead um setting so you'll if you've read through that portion of it you'll notice some of this um, some of it is my own creation I've kind of melded them nicely as best as I could so let's dive right in so towering gold encrusted monuments break the unending monotony of a horizon formed of sun-blasted sand awe-inspiring animal-headed gods walk among the people offering them care and protection from the horrors of the desert. The horrors that you've all seen and heard. Rumors, fables, from neighbors, from family members, from past generations, of family members being prepped for the final judgment into the afterlife, that just suddenly rise from the table and attack the priests that are performing the ceremony. Cursed with an insatiable hunger, Running through the city is a wide, life-giving river that offers its abundant bounty, bounty, providing the physical need to sustain life, but only a physical need. Life seems perfect for those that are willing to reside within the city, but there is a much deeper need that plagues some. The need to explore what is beyond the safe haven, what is beyond the magical barrier that has been named Hecma. Stories long ago tell a tale of those that adventured outside the city and outside of the magical barrier that protects everyone. That awakened an ancient curse that was called the Curse of the Wandering. Anyone that is to perish will rise again and serve the evil that consumed them. Stories also tell of a way to stop it. An ancient relic that will defeat the power behind the curse 
The hard part is venturing beyond that magical barrier into the desert wasteland to a long forgotten tomb. Many have ventured, none have returned. And that's where the story will start. As you have made it through a long and arduous journey through the wasteland, you approach what you know to be the tomb. And it is a small cave and you've been given an idea of how to get into it and what to look for. It is flanked, the cave is flanked by two tall statues of jackal-headed gods. And as you look between the statues, you don't see an entrance. You don't see a way in. What would you like to do? Well, Newt stands in front of this non-entrance and just goes, <sighs> Now what? Maybe we, maybe we can shift some stone. I look at Yarrow. Then by all means, Yarrow. <laughs> Sorry? I had a laugh. Um, I'm going to attempt to use mold or mold earth to uh, form a hole in the in the wall, a door. So as you cast that, <laughs> what's it look like? What 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 does it look like coming out of Yarrow? So Yarrow is a, a dark-skinned woman with a lion's mane of red, untamable curls. And she dresses in the most bare, white, basic tunic you've ever seen. No adornments, no belts. And she just kind of holds her hands together, clenches them into fists, and then pulls. And as that happens, a five-foot cube of earth just pulls... Uh, I'm not sure if I can do this. I can, I can move loose earth now that I look at this a little. I'm not sure if I, this is loose enough to actually do what I'm trying to do. I was wondering if that cantrip was gonna get us in the front door. <laughs> it's just a cantrip. I'm now reading it. <laughs> I'm gonna hit it really hard. And it. <laughs> I, I love the idea of still trying. And as you cast this spell, the the rocks on the ground kind of move. And you clear, <laughs> you clear just the top dust and rock away <laughs> in a five-foot cube. But the hey, door is cleaner open. now. Her, she does not break whatsoever. She does not look like she is sad that it didn't work at all. <laughs> Anders totally breaking character. <laughs> is there any? Are the sphinxes just like they're just statues? Is there any like? life in their eyes or anything going on with those can I take a look at those uh yeah give me are you what specific are you just looking i kind of i kind of want to know if i can talk to the sphinxes are you i mean That's you can talk i want to do yeah yeah well, and in your passive perception just looking straight at it it does look like they're they're just made of stone um okay. jackals well okay i'm gonna look weird for a second here guys but uh Hi, Sphinxes. Uh, my name is Newt. We'd really like to be able to get in to here, and I just wanted to just, you know, introduce myself and see if maybe you'd let us in. There's no response. So, after Newt says that, um, Storados, uh, invokes his Mold Earth cantrip, 
and is going to have the, all the dust and little pebbles around like one of the the one uh uh words the one that she addressed and just kind of swirl into the air for a moment and then freeze and drop. Whoa. Okay. That sort of worked. And I just turn to Yarrow and go. Alright, I think this I think we're onto something with the Sphinxes, y'all. I think we're onto something. Anyone else wanna try? I'm just gonna use thaumaturgy and make my eyes look dark and like make it look like I've been controlling this the whole time. I love this weird scene of us all just going off to each other. <laughs> oh, and Newt just not even getting that you're doing that. Like, she, she's... I, I think the Sphinxes might be a little mad at us, actually. Um, so maybe, I don't know, someone else might need to... I don't think they like me very much. Can trips all the way down. I could, like, hit the wall real hard. Does it look like there's a place where a door would be? Um, give me a perception check. Sure. Why not? Um... I have an archaeological background. Might I be able to, like, re- re- leverage that into, like, a history check? Yeah, and I'll give you advantage on it, too. Ooh! Fancy! That's, uh... Oh, okay. Oh, well, the dice loved me today. That's nat 20 for 24. So you do... In your research, in your understanding of how of the how these tombs have worked, um, and maybe some of the duds that you found before, so you know, in your search for this holy relic to stop this curse, there's typically a cert or a, a trigger somewhere that opens the door, and you instantly find where the door would be, but you can't open it just from touching the door. I think this is the entrance to where we need to be, but there should be some sort of trigger that we need to find around the environs. Let's search, shall we? Alright, I start to search, poking around for buttons. Okay. I want to smell the air (laughs) and try to sniff out any moisture or fungus or anything that might be growing that indicates life in this desert place. Okay. <laughs> so we'll start I like with it. we'll start with Jen. What yep. are you probing? I'm just in I'm I'm uh, going around the walls and looking for anything kind of loose or anything that shifts. Okay, give me an investigation check. And Anders. Okay. Yes. You do not sense any moisture coming from outside or from any of the the surrounding cracks that Nat just showed. 14. You press along the cave outside and you don't find anything. Um, you move to the statue and you find a button yep. at the base of the feet. And as you press it, the door just slides up and as you look in it is a steep drop you know a good grade down Um, but dust flies and just the smell of rot my hair gets poofier 
at the sound of the door opening, kind of like a startled animal who gets all poofed up. <laughs> Only reaction. Before we stride across the threshold to what may be our last, let us share one last drink together. And uh, Storados begins pulling out the liquor. Um, and, you know, gives everyone whatever. You know, we've adventured together a little bit, so whatever you like. Uh, Storados, for instance, for one, likes a good neat bourbon. And raises it up. This entire time we've been adventuring together, Yarrow has pretended to drink and then just. So you think That's okay. Likes bourbon. Sure. I don't think we described our characters except for Yaro. That is true. <laughs> yeah, uh, light blue-gray uh, skin, uh, wavy blue hair that's literally windswept, um, and I have a extremely simple undyed cloth clothes, very clearly monastic uniform, but I've like cut it up. And done like a little tying, and like I made it into a tank top and a crop top, and it's kind of curled down on the hip to look all cheeky. Nice. So that's uh, is a Triton, so he's got this kind of semi vibrant blue skin and green hair, which is, you know, kind of a buzz short level. Um, his eyes are like the storm in an ocean looking beyond the horizons, and he's got this way of. Uh, carrying himself while speaking, which is very confident, kind of adds a gravitas where it's not always necessary, but it seems to be what he enjoys, or maybe what he learned. Um, and as he is invoking a toast to our survival and success, or our glorious deaths, that is my inspiring leader, which will give everybody 10 temp HP. Ooh, hello. Okay, uh, anybody else want to toast or say maybe some last words before you do enter. Let's go kick the shit out of this tomb. <laughs> I'm very interested to see who lies inside. They must have very interesting stories. Indeed we will if we fall within. Let's avoid that, shall we? Lucinda's eyes kind of sparkle a little bit. Who's gonna take the first step? Oh, they said it's dry as a bone, so that precludes me. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take the first step. I'm going. Um, uh, Jen, does Newt carry a weapon? Uh, Newt has a bow strapped to her back. Okay. A bow, sorry, not a bow, like a long, oh, like a staff. bow. Staff. Got it. Smack. Smacky bow, yeah. Cool. Okay, so, Newt, as you cross, you just feel the air get heavier um, and you just feel any moisture that was there is now gone. It is, it is dry as a bone in here. But as you start to head downwards, you see that there is no light source down here. So who has dark vision? I took, I made sure that I got goggles of dark vision. Uh, in a similar vein, I took a belt of dwarven kind. I have a torch. Yeah, no, everybody has a torch. Just so you're clear, yeah. you all have provisions. You're, you know, you all have proper munitions. You know, regents for spells, stuff like that. You're fine. Um, I have goggles of dark vision. 
<laughs> I will rely on my superior sense of smell and hearing. Because I don't have dark vision. <laughs> um, so, Newt, as you light your torch, you see that this tunnel just heads straight, you know, a good degree down. Um, it, what is everybody else doing? Are you following? Oh, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. I will take up the rear. Okay. I'll uh, shoulder on my shield and just on one hand uh, stride forward. Okay. So, so as you head probably 30 feet in, you feel a pressure plate. The door behind you slams shut. And right. any light that was there is now gone. And okay. as you all kind of step downwards into this deep, dark tunnel, your mouth is like... Ugh. Any moisture that was anywhere is sucked out of you immediately. Your skin starts to become hard and, you know, crack. But you head downwards. Um, so, given that I'm very uncomfortable once my skin dries out, I'm going to invoke my stone's durability feature, which makes my skin actually harden into stone. And the police are right outside the tomb. They're <gasps> ready to save you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> didn't hear them. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's probably my fault. And so, as you head for what seems like ten minutes of just. And you know your your calves start to burn from the steep decline. You hit a T that you could either go left or you could go right. Obviously, we split up, correct? <laughs> Number one thing: split the party. <laughs> I would like to smell each direction because, as Gandalf said, "Follow your nose." That was two cans, Sam. I would love to make sure that we are one. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to split up either. Oh, that was a humorous suggestion on my part. I'm sorry if it was misunderstood. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, I get it. Okay, I get it. Do you oh, have funny. sarcasm on the surface? Uh, no. I'll try not to use none of that then. It would be best if a pack stayed a pack. So which way do? But which way does the pack go? And which way smells better? Anders, if you want to smell, give me I a perception check. Okay. Do the smell. <laughs> um. Oh, that's really bad. <laughs> that's only an eleven. So Yarrow. I'm saying that right, right? Yes, yeah, like the, so, the root. As she steps up and smells to the left is, is where your noise, nose would point you. I believe we should go this way. Is it like smells good? The air tastes better. Okay, um, but like when I was coming down here, I like stepped on a thing and I closed a door. Uh, so if I stepped on a thing, there's probably other things to step on. So maybe somebody should watch out for things. And I don't see very well in here. And Anybody good at watching out for things? <laughs> Not particularly. I will. 
Or smell, smell them. It's a it will smell them. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. So just as you start to turn left, this what was six feet wide hallway, ten feet tall, starts to slim down. It gets to be about two feet wide and about six feet tall. And it becomes this tight, cramped space. Now, uh, did we put the putting the other direction concept to bed already? <laughs> Are you afraid of small spaces? I'm used to the ocean and, and oh, deep underneath the river where it's nice, wide open, and yeah, a little bit, sorry. I think he's saying that we smell. We probably you know, smell. Air does carry the nauseating smells of people much differently than the water. I'm vote for continuing to squeeze through, because it could probably just get that way the other side, too. This is a reasonable decision. So, how... What is everybody's dimensions? If that's fair to say. I don't want to say how big are you, that's weird. What is everybody's dimension <laughs> of your character? <laughs> I am 5'2", but with my hair, I'm more like 5'10". Nice. Big nice. hair. Star? Petite human. Petite human, okay. Yeah. Um, Tritons are a little smaller than humans, so I'm probably 5'4". Okay. As an adult Triton male. Tall furbolg. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> furbolg, you're probably 7 foot. Yes. And are, are you your average size for furbolg? Yes. Okay. So, everybody else is kind of walking okay, and then you see Lucinda in the back. Kind of like, mm. who's in front? Is Yara in front? Ah, uh, that would not be a good choice, but it kind of seems like she might be. Because Yara <laughs> was going to smell for nose. traps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Following my nose. Okay. Um, if we have someone who doesn't have dark vision in front, um, it's Yara. Uh, <laughs> Strodos <laughs> will pull out a torch and hand it to Yaro, uh, taking great care to keep the 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 you no. Know, the fire away from the fiery hair. I hold it at, like as far away from me as I can. Okay. So as you sorry, it smells. <laughs> Don't you want to ask why does your torch smell? <laughs> um, it's cinnamon scented. It's a cinnamon yeah, scented yeah, torch. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's from Yankee Candle, and it's yeah. perfect. So as. Yaro, you're heading down. You guys again travel for 10, 15 minutes. And then, holding your torch out, you spot something along the wall that appears to be about the same size as the button that was pressed outside on the statue to open the door. Newt. You enjoy pushing buttons, do you not? I mean, who doesn't? There's a button up ahead. Uh, I feel a little nervous about just, like, straight up pushing the button, though. Could we, we maybe look around in case it's, like, a kill me button? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I will look around in case it is a kill me button. Okay, um... Since we are in a cramped space, I would be reticent for the to get any smaller. Yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Oh, that's better. Uh... That's uh, 19. So directly above you, as you're 
as Yaro is looking at the button and kind of, you know, staring around, directly above you, you see a tiny hole. If we push the button, I fear something will come from that hole. Or something will come from that hole that can only be stopped by pushing the button. I do not know the answer. Uh, what do we do, guys? I suggest you push the button. It no. seems there's no way to win. Can anybody push buttons from a distance? I'll take my staff bow thing mm-hmm. and try to push it from a ways away. I'll back out from away from the hole. <laughs> do you, you want a longer stick? A longer stick would be great. I'm a fan of a longer stick. I have a pike. Which is a trident, but it's a pike. Okay. Alright. Trident pike. I'm yeah. going to use the pike to, to try to get the button. So, we're, to be clear, I think we're playing being past the button and then pushing it from behind us. Is that correct? I was not going to walk past it in case it's the hold as a thing that can't be uh... stopped. That's yeah. fair, that's fair. Before so, before the button. Before the hole. Okay, so everybody's back before the hole, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So, Newt, as you reach with the, the trident pike, the pike dent, you get, you get it, and you smack it against the button, and from that hole, you see just this green spray. And as it hits the the sandy floor, it kind of hisses and bubbles, and then the sand just kind of envelops it and it disappears. How'd that smell, Yara? How did it smell? Bad. It was. That, it was bad. That smelled like death. Do not push See? the button again. Kill me, button. Told you. Who wants Good to walk instincts. past the kill me button? I volunteer as tribute. I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> and I shall put my shield above my head and stride valiantly and quickly. Okay. So as you walk past the button and under that hole in the ceiling, nothing happens. The button is a temptation. Okay. Newt, as you follow behind Stor. Stordos. Stordos. I I am terrible with my R sound. Like, it's gonna it's oh. gonna be a tough name. Probably I'm gonna, sorry. Probably gonna call you Nat. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, just you can just um, call him Stor. Stor. Stordos. Stordos. Drop the first R. Well, yeah. I'll make it work. We'll get there. So Newt, okay. as you follow Stordos, kind of better. Um, nothing happens. Free and clear, y'all. Come on, join us on the other side. So, you know, third, the third is really the one the trap will trigger and it'll be incinerated into ash. It's probably true. I'm going to shift into a giant wolf spider and move along the wall. Okay. Opposite <laughs> of the now button. I have vision. Opposite of the button, I imagine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is that thing? Ah. Uh, okay. Um, hits at you. Ah. Okay, so Yaros makes it through. Lucinda, 
in a tight space. How are we doing this? Looking at how close this is, I think I would cast and cast fairy fire around the area to make sure I don't like anything that I see I like is it. visible. Yep. So as as you cast fairy fire, you see the I'm going to say both the the trap and the the hole just illuminate. And as you kind of, you know, maneuver your, you know, hulking fur bulg body through this tight space, you make it pretty easily. And you're you're aware of the spots to avoid and you're cognizant of every move that you are making through here. And so you all have made it past, but you do Everybody give me a perception check. Question. Do I... Perception is a mental stat, so I use my stats, right? Not the spider stats. Uh, yeah, that's how I would do it. Yeah. Although if the spider has a sense that you don't, you get to use that benefit. Yeah. It does have 10 feet of blind sight. Uh, 26. Nice. 13. Big six. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is 18 plus 5? 23. 23. 23. So, 23. <laughs> so Lu- Lucinda and Yarrow. Is Yarrow? Yarrow. Yeah, yeah, Yarrow. You both hear from beyond the the T, from what you would imagine would be the right passageway, kind of a, a groaning, maybe moaning sound and it just echoes all the way down this tight passageway I chitter like spider chitter because I can't talk lean over to the wall farthest away from the spider chittering <laughs> I don't know spider's upside down on the ceiling now I, I don't know what that thing is but we did not have those where I came from okay so now what so are we progressing down? Well, I don't think anyone who can talk heard the thing, so I guess we're continuing. Lucinda heard it. <laughs> oh, sure. Lucinda, I missed that. I missed that. I'm sorry. Yeah, Lu- sure. Yeah, Lucinda heard it. Um, are you relaying she that? She's not the- telling us. <laughs> She's not. Are you relaying that to the party? Um, probably. Okay. So is that a yes or a no? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a binary thing. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. So Lucinda lets the entire party, up. and you guys hear it now too. And if you pay that close enough, sound a- friendly. It doesn't, and it gets louder as you pay close attention. Faintly. Spider starting to move along, away from the sound. Uh, something has a stomach ache, or there's something scary at the end of this hall. Everybody ready? I think we should. Maybe press on to an area where we can more appropriately engage a target. It's very tight quarters here. I'll follow the monstrosity from the surface world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you travel for another minute or two, it's not very long, you enter a wider room. So it's probably 15 feet across. You cannot see the end of it, but it now becomes 10 feet tall. And as you look in there, there's items 
strewn about the sides. So the middle walkway is, is clear. And in the items, you see maybe old adventuring packs. You see a shovel. Um, you see a couple old torches. Um, and, and strewn about, you see what looks to be a bone or two. Um, Anders, out of curiosity, yeah. when Yaro wild-shaped into the spider, did you have the torch morph into... The torch? No, it just dropped on the floor. Okay, I would have picked ah, that up. Yeah, yeah I do not like torches. <laughs> I was just wondering if, you know, 30 minutes Man later fire. when you unwild shape, if the thing was going to suddenly fire. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Um, Wolf Spider Yarrow would like to make their way up to the ceiling and very carefully examine the ceiling for more holes. Okay, give me a perception check. Uh, dirty 20. Oh. You do not see any holes. Get her out I'm... into the middle of the room. So far, I'm a good button finder. So I'm going to look for more buttons. Okay. Um, before, uh, as, um, as Newt starts to do that, um, Stordos is going to... Okay, oh, we, I think we need to be a little sharper here. So he's going to beckon to the monstrosity to approach him. And he's going to cast Enhance Ability and Twin It to... And he has to touch the spider and uh, Newt. And so just the faintest, like... <laughs> um, uh, I was going to give you both advantage on Wisdom uh, Ability Check for the next hour or until I lose concentration. Awesome! Wolf spiders are very fluffy, by the way. They're very hairy spiders. <laughs> that no. somehow doesn't make him more comfortable. <laughs> or Nat. With fangs. <laughs> we don't have dogs either. We have fish. They don't have hair. I could turn into a fish, but it wouldn't make a lot of sense right now. It wouldn't be super useful, no. It's a land octopus. Just go with that. That's yeah, fair. That's fine. Yeah. That actually does help. There you go. Alright, looking for buttons. Yep. Looking for um, buttons. So give me a perception check as well. And anybody else looking for traps may roll perception as, at this time. Ooh, advantage help. 22. 22. Anybody else? Alrighty, roll. Uh, okay. Sure. Nine. Uh, I don't find anything. <laughs> Those are always the good rolls. I don't even want to announce it. I don't find anything. <laughs> Defiantly ignoring uh, this roll. He's just like has a couple of these wolf spider hairs on his hand and it just <laughs> won't come off. He's got like static cling or something. He's so distracted. So, Newt, <laughs> as you're slowly progressing with the 22, you see in the floor not a trap, but when you walk... You kick some of the sand that's on the floor, and it falls between the crack of the stone, and it just disappears. I'm gonna like lean down and sort of rub the stone with my hand and see if like I feel any air coming up between the cracks. Being an air genasi, you do not feel air, um, so. You would get, and with that, you get the sense that this isn't like connected to the outside world. It's mm -hmm. stuck in this. But as you slowly, you know, kind of 
wipe the sand down there, it all just disappears straight down. And then you take the torch, and you can see that it leads to a path underneath. Way down! Pit. I found a thing! I have an idea. And I'm going to go to that old standby molder and try to use that torch light and my dark vision, I guess, uh, to try to grab some of that sand going down and try to push it against the floor to see if it's like a thing that opens. Maybe I can push it from the underside. Interesting. It doesn't do anything as you do that. Nothing moves. You Well, you feel the sand move, but you don't feel... Yeah. So it's solid. Well, and, the sand got down. And, and I'll say you guys have probably stepped 30 feet into this room, and you've illuminated that much more down the hallway. You still can't see the end of this room. And it is littered the entire way down with only the middle that is, you know, free of this debris. Spider Yara is going to try to make their way to the other end via the ceiling. Okay. What might cause this pattern here that we're seeing before us with these items on the outside and a clear path in the middle? Lots of people walking? Perhaps. It seems quite deliberate. It might be more than just people kicking objects out of the way as they adventuring types and be very careful I got no idea anybody else I chitter <sighs> oh the monster is gone I can't speak a broom somebody swept it <laughs> so while you guys Maybe. are trying to figure that out Yarrow as you're making your way down you travel another hundred feet, still can't see the end. And you're starting to barely see the torchlight down here as you travel another 50 feet. You can still see it, but you get the sense that at this point, the ceiling, the torchlight that was, you know, 10 feet below you, almost looks like it's at the same height as you. Just a slow de- decline down. Does it look like the things on the sides have changed the entire way I've gone along? No. It, it, it's... Looking at it, it looks to be just adventurer, adventurer items that are discarded. Um, Do I feel like I'm in an old cartoon animation loop? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Stuff like came with me. <laughs> um, weird magic, weird magic shit. Um, okay. I will keep going. Okay. Does any of this adventure shit look like nice? It's old. Um, very so old. Dressed. Yeah, you could tell. You could tell, so, you know, being from the, the main city in, in this area, that this stuff is something maybe your grandparents would wear. Maybe oh, yeah. <laughs> past generations would wear. Uh, should I we? A, I have a silly idea. Um, can you tell if the objects have any kind of damage on them? Water damage or acid burns or anything like that? I have no idea. 
just looking at it, you do see some of the acid burns. Um, you don't see any water though. No, no water. It's it's all dried, very dry, very cracked, very. If this slopes down, it's all in the middle. If this is constructed relatively evenly of a dip in the middle, we, what we could be seeing is the flow from that hole earlier or another source coming through and obliterating the stuff in the center or leaving the, or pushing or what part of the stuff on the outsides. Ah, okay. So what does that mean we do? I guess don't walk in the middle? Gotcha. I'm gonna I mean, head to the side be some sort of monstrosity and go across the ceiling. That too. I'm just gonna crunch the adventurers. I'm gonna walk along the side and just crunch right through. Okay. Yeah, and it is crunchy. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> crunchy. You, you crack some bones. Um, right. You kick some some packs. And, you know, you, you cling some metal. It's not quiet, so... Yarrow, you can hear this 200 feet down in front of them. You hear clump, clump, you know, behind. Hey, spider lady, we're coming! <laughs> I love it. I keep going. I don't wait. Okay. They're, they're so being is, too loud, and I don't like it. Is everybody I just... I follow. Cruising, okay. Uh, Lucinda, oh, are you? If one person's being loud, there's not a whole lot of purpose. Also, my stealth is a negative one, so <laughs> probably a good idea. Oh, we're such a great group for tomb raiding, y'all. <laughs> I'm a stone sorcerer. I am not dexterous. <laughs> Lucinda, you following? Sure. Okay. So as as you guys make your way down, um, Yarrow, taking the lead, two hundred fifty feet ahead of you, you slowly hit, splitting the party. You hit a, a, a switchback, so you hit a hard stop. That the only way is to go right, and then it takes a hard dive down, and you don't get the feeling of how far you've gone down yet, how deep you've gone into the earth um which it's not really earth but you know into the ground are you i will drop onto the floor and i will wait okay and everybody else eventually catches up hits that same seems there's a turn coming up hits that same hard stop that switch back to the right and as you turn to the right it opens into a giant room it is huge (laughs) spider and there's a spider at your feet Watch out. Don't step on it. Big spider. Can this... I actually reach out and just just feel the spider fur. Just a little, little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the spider fur. Hey, sorry. I hope that I hope you don't mind. I'm just... Is that okay? I like do like I, a little like, eight-legged chitter dance. I'm going to take that as a yes. I'm going to take that as a yes. It seems like consent. Okay. Into the big room? Why not? Okay. And this as is super duper dark. Yeah, everything is dark. Um, as except a tiny hole in this room. Uh oh. There's there's in the ceiling, which is twenty feet up. This tiny hole that is sh- casting a bright light. But as you guys are talking about your next steps, that moaning 
starts to get louder and you hear that same crunch that Newt was making and the same clatter of items. Is it coming from in front of us or behind us? From behind. It's chasing us. Well, it's more like stumbling. Stumbling after us. How many of them there are? Just one or multiple? Can I tell? You heard just one. Yeah. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to go over on the wall, like past the doorway, like kind of wait up in the corner, like kind of hidden. See what comes through the door. Okay. As you go along that wall, give me Uh a dexterity safe, please. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, this is physical. This is with the spider stats, which are a lot better than Yaro's, so... Natural one. No. <laughs> Four. So, as as you try to hide and go quickly around that corner, you feel a trap. Just depress. And you're going to take eight points of piercing damage as these darts just shoot from somewhere out in the black and pierce the back of your, you know, wolf spider. I am now a porcupine. <laughs> now you have darts sticking out of you. You can pick those up and throw them back. Yeah, yeah. You just hear a... Yeah. Spidery sound. You okay over there, spider, spider lady? I heard something. Did I see what happened? Uh, you see that they came. You don't see where they came from. Oh, the, the darts? But I did see that I did see her get, like, pickled with the... Yes. Now she's spider pine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna light a second torch and look, like, hold the torch in and look around, like, for the first, like, ten feet or so. Okay. So as you hold that torch in, you see the reflection and it kind of lights up deeper into this room. As you look into this room, you see four pedestals that all catch the reflection of your torch. And on the outside of the room is more adventuring gear. Okay, we got more like uh, acid floor places and like crunchy places we can walk. And was the. Are you up on the wall, Spider Lady? Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. buttons on the wall. Uh, so don't touch the wall and also most of the floor. But I'm gonna start crunching into the room. I come down off the wall and just gentle two little spider legs on a newt. Hi! Okay! Hey! How big are you? Are like huge or... That's a medium creature. Okay, I'm gonna like like, sort of (laughs) ease your way down onto the crunchy dead bodies. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So as as you kind of ease your way down into crunchy bodies, what is Strordos and Lucinda doing? I am perfectly content to watch for this current current time. Standing on that switchback turn. Yeah. Well, on the crunchy. Okay. And Lucinda. I'm gonna keep going towards. Whatever I know to keep going towards. Okay, so I imagine you're going to hang out with Newt as Newt walks into the crunchy area, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you're sticking tight right there. 
Um, yeah. And I'm sorry, Yaro, did you say you're hopping down or you're staying on the wall? Uh, yeah, I've hopped down. I'm kind of following after Newt. Okay. Are there still like darts sticking dog. out of... <laughs> are there still darts sticking out of Yaro? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Can, do you want, you want me to take those out? You want me to give a sign? Chitter once for yes, if you want me to take those out. I think that's once. <laughs> I'm gonna pull the darts and actually gonna like store them away with my other darts. Okay. Hey, ancient how many darts. ancient darts? How many ancient darts do I have? You have three. Three ancient darts. Okay. Ancient darts that are very effective. Um, yeah. Okay. Still sharp. So what do you? And what do you covered want? in spider blood. And I covered just had in spider an idea. blood. Go ahead. I'll be right back, and Strodos is going to uh, stride out of the room, back around the switchback, go uh, like thirty feet farther into the room, back, back, and then chuck the torch he has farther up. And then after that's accomplished, he's going to go back and keep watch at the corner, so just on the edge of that light, you know, like however far he can, thirty feet plus however far he can chuck it, plus another thirty feet for the dim light on the torch. Yep. Before he can make, so he can uh, get a decent um, eyeball on something approaching. I'm gonna say you're gonna get about a good hundred feet um, from how far you strode in. So counting the throw plus that, so I would say 150 feet from where you're standing at the corner. There, you can see yeah. this nice light illuminating. I'm just gonna hang out and watch for movement. Okay. Um, Newt. Or Yaro or Lucinda, what do you all want to do? I'm trudging forward with my uh, spider dog behind me. Okay. As we're trudging forward, I want to see if any of this adventure, like, it's enough of a... Enough remains to be one individual? Or is it just, like, (laughs) scattered bone? (laughs) It is several individuals. Can I find something that looks solid enough to be like one body yeah i'll let you oh, i know I'll what you do that do. <laughs> get her over to the body shift back into yarrow reach into my hair and pull out a small bit of spores and then just them into the face of the corpse and it rises as a zombie Okay then. Okay. All right. Um. It has a single hit point. Oh great. (laughs) So, bad news. It doesn't. Uh -uh. Oh no. And and here's why. So your understanding of the curse of the wandering, and I'm gonna. This is kind of lore to the, the background of this area, is that once the curse of the wandering, once a body falls and all like how did I say it exactly all like moisture in the body dissipates it rises again and at this point there it's just bones there's no like body left so it's not going to be like a zombie it's going to be like a, a skeleton that rises for you. I will grant you that in the fact that it's like just, you know, all bones. There's no, there's no like body to it. 
So the curse of spore feature. So the curse. Yeah, the I actually can make don't think I can. I don't think I can do it in unless two different it... ways. So they have one where when the a creature drops, they a humanoid they go and zombie, uh, and they have an which is the class feature, and then they also get the spell animate dead as a third level spell, which can do zombies or skeletons. Yeah, I was looking at the feature. I don't think it actually works because it it does it so. So I will just blow some spores in its face. And that, it, I mean, it doesn't could, do that. <laughs> Cast animate dead. You have it. I think I all do have druids get in. I do have animate dead, but I'm gonna hold on to my third level. Okay. So as you do that, though, Strordos, back up at that corner, you see something enter that light, and it appears to be a humanoid figure walking slowly in the same direction towards you. And then it passes out of that light. I'm going to uh, make my way to the door of the room. Sit. I have spotted our pursuer. They're about a hundred feet down this passageway. Would we like to lie in wait? I take out my axe. Okay. Is our, your intention to surprise them? I think yes. I cast pass without a trace. Ooh. Okay, so everybody give me a stealth check, please. Add 10 to your roll. Nice. Oh. Now I have a plus 9 to my stealth roll. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 20. 29. Ooh. 21. 25. 21. 24. Oh, oh, oh. Those, are, those are amazing rolls. Okay, so... You wait five minutes, and finally down, you just see as it enters. What'd you do with your torch, by the way? Put it out! <laughs> wait, <laughs> didn't put it out, because now I can't fight with it. What I was, do I do with my torch? I was going to say, I would imagine you put it by the entrance as you guys kind of hid back amongst the, like the, the debris. Um, That's what I meant. Yeah, like <laughs> shine through the door, and then we can be on either side of it where the light don't shine. Yeah, and, and to and to be clear, back probably forty feet into this room, there's huge reflections that catch that torch still. So it makes the room dimly lit. It's not you can't see all the way, but those without dark vision, you can see. Um. <laughs> so as this comes in, you see it. Its face is missing half of it, and it's just slowly like shambling, like, and it crosses that threshold and just continues walking. Doesn't see any of you. What would you like to do? Continues walking. Um, booming blade. And I, I, I want to do. That's my attack spell. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna hit it. Do you shout that? No. I, please, please shout that. Yes, yes. As I invoke Booming Blade by shouting Booming Blade. Okay. So, so go ahead. Uh, beauty. 
Um, that is a 16 to hit. It Oddly, it does hit. Doesn't seem that odd. <laughs> um, Alright, so that is a 1d8 plus 4 slashing plus 1d8 um, uh, thunder. Okay. Imagine it's very loud too, right? I mean, I can't imagine it's quiet. <laughs> um, that is be 17 total damage. If you care about the breakdown, 10 of it is slashing. I do. Um, I do care about the breakdown of it. Ten um, of it was slashing. Yeah, magical slashing because it's from a spell. Um. Oh, and fuck! I just remembered I have other class features, and I uh, uh, touch our monk and invoke my stone agus because I was supposed to do that like an hour ago. You invoke what? Uh, Any time you take bludgeoning, slashing, or piercing damage, reduce it by three, and I can try to smack him. Okay. Ooh. Nice. That's awesome. Smack. Well, if we're being loud, I will clap my hands together and cast Thunderclap as well. Okay. Boom. That's a constitution save. Ooh. That's a 21. Does that does that pass? It, it does. It does. That, that does succeed. It Thanks, does damage. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, and now Newt or Lucinda, you guys can take a quick... Uh, surprise attack if you would do wish. I mean, you don't have to. It's up to you if you really want to. Um, I'm gonna... I think I will. Go for it. <laughs> Guiding bolts. Ooh. Pew, pew. Ooh. Casting all your big spells now, huh? <laughs> I gotcha. That's a 20. To hit? To hit. That hits. All right, that's 46, 5 plus 10 damage. 15 total or 10 total? 15 damage. Okay. Okay. And then Guiding Bolt gives advantage when anybody else attacks it, if I'm... Remembering correctly? Yes. Guiding bolt yeah, is damage. Okay. The next uh, attack. Okay. So, Newt, you have advantage on this attack. Awesome. Okay. So, is the shambling dude, like, in cleared off area that we weren't walking on? Or is he, like, actually still on the crunchy spot? Um. So, as, as they round the switchback, okay. it opens into the room. And so, the crunchy spots stay along to the outside. This thing continues to walk straight dead center. Okay, I'm not going to walk over to it and punch it. Instead, I'm going to do Fist of Unbroken Air, but the way I'm going to do it is go and send a bunch of air at it. (laughs) So it makes a strength saving throw. Okay, that's a 10. That's a failure! Yay! Okay, 3d10 bludgeoning damage. It's been so long since I've seen a uh, four elements monk at work. Eighteen. Eighteen points of damage. Eighteen okay. points. Uh, okay. So at this point, let's go ahead and roll initiative. So if you would. Ooh, ooh, that's very good. Okay. Okay. 
20 plus? Oh. 15 to 20. 17. 17? 19. 19? What's your, what's your dexterity, Newt? 18 plus 4. Okay. And uh, Yarrow, you are 17? Yes. Lucinda, what'd you roll? A natural one, so a two. <laughs> I also got a two with a natural three. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> okay, it is Newt's turn. Well, shoot, y'all. Uh, nothing happened to him when he walked on the blank floor, so I'm gonna go up to him and punch him in the face. Okay. All right, and I will do, I could do extra attacks, so I'll do two, and do I still have advantage? I don't still have advantage, nope, do I? just that one attack. Okay. Alrighty. Do, do, do. Oh, actually, you didn't do an attack, so you, you did yeah. a saving throw, so your first attack would have advantage. Oh, look at oh, you. Not Good call. All right, that put me from a one to a four. So that's 12. <laughs> that's 11. 11 to hit. It hits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Zombie AC! <laughs> Zombie AC! <laughs> so six damage on that one, and then I'm gonna punch him again. Okay, so as you punch him, it doesn't seem like your blows really do as much as they should. Okay. okay. Alright. Even though yeah. I catch, no, I count as having key empowered strikes. Your unarmed strikes count as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance and immunity? Still. Still not as Okay. Well, I'm still going to punch him again. Yep. And at this point, you all have, like, busted parts off. It is... It's hurting really bad. 21 to hit? Oh, yeah, that, that hits. Get him. And he, ooh, I rolled a 6, so that's 10 damage. Okay. So it is on death's door. Um, but not, ooh, not there yet. Bonus action. Bonus action. I get to hit again. Okay. Alright. One more time. I get to punch lots. <laughs> uh, no, 11. Hits. Nine. Okay. Okay. Boom. Okay. That's my turn. It's hurting. Um, do I have it, enough movement to back up to the wall again? Yeah, you do. You can. Okay. Oh, and back, I'm, back, not, I'm not going to give an opportunity attack as you disengage from it. But as you start to walk away from it, um, it stares you right straight in the eyes. Give me a wisdom saving throw, please. Okay. All right. I had advantage on wisdom stuff at some point. Do I still have that, y'all? There's ability checks, not saving throws. Okay. And yes, you do okay. still. Natural 20! Hey! Okay. Perfect. Um, and then it's going to shamble to you. Uh, yeah, I can make it. And then it's gonna... Uh, when it moves, Booming Blade will hurt it. Okay, do it. For 2d8 thunder damage. Womp, 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 10. Yeah, that's gonna... <laughs> okay. Um, it's still hurting very badly. Uh, undead fortitude! Very good rolls. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's um, fine. It's fine. So it's gonna walk up to you, Newt, and punch you. Oh, hold on. That was a that was a slanted die. You you got lucky because it was a 15, but um, 
what did it end up at? A seven, I'm assuming, doesn't hit. That does not hit. And it's going to take I its just... second attack for 19. That is my AC with my bracers of defense, so got yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, so give me a constitution save as well. Okay. Two, four. Fifteen. Okay, so yeah, you pass. Um, so and you get hit with a total of seven hit points. Watch out. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, is that bludgeoning? Question mark. Yes, it is. Oh, right, that's so right. That gets reduced four. by three, and I can use my reaction to teleport to the creature and attack it. Do it. I love it. I want the same to go. Oh, and if I hit, I do an extra 1d10 force damage. This this would be a very high <laughs> undead that's fortitude. A, that's a 10? Does that hit? Does not hit. We found the number. <laughs> oh, we're so, so close. I, so, I, so I warp through the ground. Swing and just whiff. Yeah, and you, you catch like through some of the parts you've already knocked off. Um, okay, so its turn is done. Yarrow, it is your turn. Okay, I have a plan. I want to move within 20 feet, and then I want to pull out a very, very old, like, dried rose with little horns, twist it and crumble it in my hand, and it turns into this long whip of thorns, and I want to thorn whip it. <laughs> Love it. That's a t- dirty 20 to hit. That, yes, yes, all the things. Um, so it does 2d6, and then I'm going to pull it to be within 10 feet of me, and hopefully my friends also get attacks of opportunity as it gets tugged to me. Six. Eight points of piercing damage. Okay, and if both Newt and uh, Stratos, if you would like to... I used my reaction to teleport yep, to it and yep. try to hit it. I got him, though. Natural one! That does not hit. Okay. So, at this point... You did eight, you said, Anders? Yes, eight points of piercing. It's still up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cockroach! It, it's getting... That's force kit. I cast Force Cage on the zombie. (laughs) (laughs) It is getting very hard for it to make it at this point, though. Lucinda, what would you like to do? I think I'll cast a Sacred Flame at it. Okay, and that's a dex save. Dex save 16. 12. So go ahead and roll your damage. Yes. Okay, 2d8. Burn it. Yeah, do it. Yes, it's a nine. Nine points of radiant damage. How would you like this thing to fall? I just want the radiant fire to, like, burn at its core. And as that happens, you just see it light up from the inside. Whatever human or, like, actual... uh, Part or left of this, it just falls apart and turns to ash. Oh, it turned to ash. I was gonna use my reaction to infest it with fungus. <laughs> I'll let you do that. 
Okay, yes. There's still, it doesn't, like, <laughs> Sacred Flame's not gonna, like, turn the entire thing to ash. Because I moved within ten feet of it on purpose so that <laughs> I could turn it into my slave. Nice. <sighs> and this time the fungus goes inside and begins to just infest and grow into these, like, mushrooms and spores and things. And it has one HP. Okay. How long That's... does that last? I can't remember. It doesn't say. I was looking. It's one it, HP. It's not gonna last for very long. Yeah. I mean, that's it, fair. It can push <laughs> buttons for us. It lasts until someone sneezes <laughs> at it, and then it's gone. <laughs> it's a button pushing zombie. <laughs> as as you're all in this room, and you see the light of Lucinda's sacred flame light up, you see it bright, and what these are reflecting are giant mirrors, and they're attached to pedestals, and. Again, at the very center, you see a light coming in from the very top. I take a second to fix my hair. Oh, perfect. Like it looks great. Straighten up my... Yeah. Okay. My and hair and looks... it's, the wind gently blows that it doesn't exist, <laughs> but exists around me. <laughs> I want to send my zombie to go stand in the very center. Okay. Just yeah. mentally command it to do that. Yeah, and as you imagine you're focusing, Yarrow is focusing very hard. When Yarrow does magic, her eyes go all white and her hair is real big. <laughs> so I dodge like out of the way of her hair. Z, your, your hair grows. Yeah, it's yeah. super saiyan hair. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well played. Get your hair out of my face. <laughs> I'll take this hair over the, the spider hair. Spider's hair was probably cleaner. It's probably it was true. sort of soft and cute. It was like creepy but cute. I mean, I kind of liked your spider, Yarrow. It's kind of cool. Uh, now what? As it as this mummy steps underneath that light, it's it's like it's in its own little highlight. It looks very stunning. Um, basic question, were there any other obvious doors out of this room, or is it just, uh, seemed to be a termination? There is an end point, and as you walk into this giant room, it is a square, and what you would think is the other end, there's no exit from there. There's only the way you came in. Okay. Yarrow, can you make a dance? <laughs> I tell it to dance. And it, can, it can you can you make its body strike upon the floor? <laughs> it does a death drop. Like, <laughs> That's so appropriate. It should do a death drop. Yeah. <laughs> it probably loses its foot while it does that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's now hobbling with one foot. But it's dancing worth very it. well. It, it is worth, worth it. it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to do now, you guys. What do we do? I suspect we have to move the light onto the mirrors and put them at some specific point so the light travels. Does anyone like, have a mirror of their own? I actually do have a mirror. Hardly enough, I brought it. Sheet. Just so I can make it pretty. <laughs> Really? No, no, it's 
Like, every character, I grab the basic pack, add a grappling hook, and a mirror. That's, like, my go-to. Nice. I feel like Newt should have a mirror uh, at all times, but Newt would have thought of that, and Jen didn't think of that. I, again, I have no problems. You guys could have whatever you want. <laughs> She's got, like, a compact. I, I was gonna say, Lucinda, like, as a, like, person of light, should probably have a reflective surface. <laughs> Yarrow, nor- Normally, I give my character soap. Yarrow does not have soap. <laughs> or a mirror. Or a comb. Or anything like that. Well, I'll, I'll touch up my makeup a little bit, and then I'll uh, offer up the compact mirror. Okay. Not as big as, as, as his, though, so... Whichever you want to use. I'll, uh... I'm gonna pick up the torch that we put on the ground and start seeing like different angles of light if they reveal anything to me perhaps or vaporize me companion connected to the light should be the one to manipulate for the mirror to lucinda want the torch too i'll do my best see if you can reflect that center beam onto one larger mirror with that I'm sure your deity will help. <laughs> okay, so is that what Lucinda's gonna do? Sure. And so you take the mirror that was handed to you and you put it on the first one and you see exactly what they're trying to explain. It hits hits the second mirror, but then it goes somewhere else and just kind of dies off into the wall. You put it on to the second one does the same thing. Third one, it hits, connects, and goes above where you would imagine the door to be. And it hits that spot directly. And you hear the door go and reveals a passage on the other side. Lucinda! A puzzle together! Well done, Lucinda. I think we need to keep this light with us. So com- through the door do we see a complex sequence of mo- turnable mirrors so we can continue the light following along with us? Delve Mir- through the tomb? Mirrors are stationary. Dang it. <laughs> it's a one shot. Fair enough. That's pretty in depth. <laughs> it would be pretty in depth to be honest dude. I suggest we proceed forward. I could make us proceed with if you would prefer okay. or we could just trigger all the traps that lie ahead and move quickly um, are you all trying to go through the door sure as yes. Lucinda moves with the mirror and the light is no longer reflected you hear the door go we found a use for our zombie friend zombie stand here hold this <laughs> Okay, so yeah, zombie grabs a mirror, holds it, and door opens right back up. I hope he'll stay there for a while, because we might want to egress this direction. He should stay until he falls again. Hopefully, nothing will try to kill him, because there he's might be very an, weak. There might be an eagle in this direction? We're doing what? 
Uh, so we may be desirous at a future point to egress in this direction. Yeah, excellent. leave. We might we might want to do that thing where you said that <laughs> that thing. I understand what's happening at the, in this interaction. Indeed. Okay. okay. I keep walking. Yeah. So as you walk through the door, <laughs> you reach a smaller room, much smaller, with it's probably. 15 by 15. And it has a pedestal directly in the middle of it. With a golden chalice sitting atop the pedestal. But we know it's not the golden one, it's the wooden one. There's no wooden one, unfortunately. <laughs> no, just... Indiana Jones reference. Yeah, yeah. it's the best. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you. Choose wisely. Which was so the best the... Indiana Jones movie by far. Absolutely. Yes. And thematically appropriate. Uh, How far to the center of the room where the chalice is? Um, from the end, from, so, okay, it's a tiny, tiny narrow passageway that you walk 10 feet from the door that opened down the passageway and you enter the room. The, the room is 15 feet deep by 15 feet wide. So it would be about seven and a half feet in the room. a dumb idea. Shall I? You don't want to tell us what the dumb idea is before you do it? Just do oh, it. That's Alright, I'm going to invoke a magical spell calling upon my Triton heritage and invoke a wall of water, putting a you know, slab of water ten feet high and one foot thick, to connecting the door to where the chalice is so I may swim there. That's awesome. Okay. Also, I'm going to upset the entire balance of this place. Interesting. I'm so excited to see what happens. So, how how, how does this spell work? Because All right, so go ahead. What are you, what are you uh, wondering? How, just how the spell works first. Let's okay, so it creates a wall of water at a ground within at a, on the ground at a point you can see, or it can be a ring, or it can be straight. It's up to thirty feet long, ten feet high, and a foot thick. Um, and then it has a bunch of effects about you know things that uh pass through it, or fire damage, or cold damage, stuff like that. What level spell is this? It's a third level spell. I have it as a racial feature for being a triton once per day. Interesting. Okay. So, this this isn't going to work how you think it is. And it's unfortunate. Okay. So, as you cast this wall of water, you see it just make that path. And then, all of a sudden, all of the moisture is sucked out. And wall of water is gone. That was a and lot the, of gallons of water that just disappeared. And I will tell you why after the 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 game. It's a it's a thing of the environment. It's been really dry. I figured it would have a thing. Uh, I felt very briefly hydrated, but I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> My hair is gonna get frizzy. Thanks. <laughs> oh, let, let me help with that. It didn't. It oh, didn't gust. touch. It didn't touch the pedestal. Correct. Uh, the goal was to connect myself to within arm's reach of the pedestal okay. so I could swim there, reach out my hand, and nab it while not being on the ground. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. 
Well, there's no pressure plates between here and the pedestal, because that was a lot of water. Very briefly. Do we have any idea what the object we're looking for looks like? You have an idea that it is a powerful object that is in this tomb. You... It's a thing in this place. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> we did not do our research before coming here. Well, you did, but nobody knows. Would we like the chalice? I mean, does anybody have an ability to figure out that it's a powerful thing, or is it just a cup? Oh, that's true. I could do that first. Um, I will... I'm a, I'm a sorcerer. I don't take it. divination magic. I will sit down on the floor and spend uh, ten minutes ritual casting detect magic. Okay. <laughs> and not say a word to anyone. I just start doing it and like tossing out like little bones and things and yeah. you have no idea what I'm up to. Well, you're casting a spell the entire time, so. Yeah. I just don't explain myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm just over to Stratus the whole time like so dry here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that's going to take a little bit in gestures to our uh, uh, lion-maned friend, and he pulls out a sandwich from his ration, and it's supposed to bite into it. Lunchtime. It's really dry. <laughs> Ew. Gross. After ten minutes, I cast Detect Magic. Okay. And it does light up magical. Um... It is... I don't even know what school this would be. It's multiple. In doubt, How just about that? start listing all of them. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's it's multiple schools for sure. Alright, well, that's magical. It's probably what... Be prepared to run. Thorn whip. See if I can grab it with my whip. Pull it to me. Okay, yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll. That's, uh, 19. Yep. You're able to do it, and you whip it off. This is very tacky. And I hand it to Newt. <laughs> is it tacky? It's very... It's just a uh, gold cup. I mean, it's it's sort of minimalistic. I don't... I don't... Alright, we have a thing. Does anyone know if it's the thing? Or should we, like, go back and go the other way to see if there's, like, a other thing? And then we'll have two things. Is there a door on the other end of this room? Just the tour no. you came in? Yeah, okay. no, no, like, we did the T, and maybe we have to do the other side of the T. Or maybe this is the thing, I don't know. Who thinks it's the thing? It's a thing. It's a thing. In this place! Which, like, checks all the boxes. Did we win? <laughs> so there's that nothing depends. else in this room. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, okay, nothing I else. My, I was looking at my background feature for archaeologists. It helps me identify ruins and dungeons, not objects I find inside them. They do not know what archaeologists do. <laughs> Apparently not. I mean, they can only give them one background feature. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll put the cup in a bag. I'm sure I have a bag that has my rations, so I'll put it in my rations bag. Unless somebody has a better, more secure bag, I'm putting it in my bag. Okay. Uh, should we go the other way then? Well, we don't seem to have any other method of returning or continuing forward in this room, so that seems like a um, commendable plan. I, I meant the other way on the team, but that's a really good point, is that we have to go out and look at the eagles, so and we should do that. Can everybody make a perception check for me? <laughs> sure. Good old-fashioned DM. You didn't search the room, guys. <laughs> that's another natural 20. That's a 22. Okay. 20 total. Okay. 24. Oh, and our friends up there that I... They still have advantage on wisdom ability checks. And that's been an hour. Well, uh... 24. Well, now that's a 20. Okay. So everybody hears this. You hear the sound of... It almost sounds like white noise. Almost like a scrambled sound. Uh, that is getting louder and louder. And... Instantly, the door closes. Well, as if the mirror is no longer holding the light. I have a theory. Remember that acid river we were thinking about? Uh huh. That was probably the sizzling of things burning. And as the door closes, from underneath. You hear that same sizzle as it starts to creep into this room. And it touches your feet. I uh, cast gaseous form. Levitate. I want to cast spiritual weapon. Okay, what are you going <laughs> to hit? <laughs> um, okay, I have a dumb idea, but I'll try it. I'm going to cast Gust of Wind, which is like the second level spell that creates like a 60 foot column of wind. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to try to gr- point it at the ground to try to keep the acid away from my feet. <laughs> it's like pointing a giant air blower at the acid, just like okay. give so- me a bubble. The person next to you is all like, oh. and, and so this room is again 15 feet tall as well as wide and deep. Um, Yarrow, you cast your gaseous form, and yep. what do you do Yarrow with it? Just disappears into a ball of like electrified red gas, kind yeah. of like her hair. And where do you? It's go? all of her. Where do you go? <laughs> I go up and try to find cracks in the ceiling, cracks in the walls, try to get out. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that. You can you fit in between the crack in the upper corner of the wall that came down with the, the light. And so you make it out, and as you look, this entire floor of this room has become this green acid water. Um but everybody else in this room. So, Newt, as you hey. levitate... Uh, uh, oh, you got me. Okay, yep. never mind. As you levitate, you start to see it come down. Um, Stratos, <laughs> as you are casting this, you see that it start to form around you. And it hits the back wall. And it starts to come from behind. 
Lucinda, as you cast Spiritual Weapon, what are you trying to do? I'm trying to put the a, a big ball of light in between me and whatever this thing is. Okay, so as this comes and, and it just it, it starts to run towards you, um, make a dexterity save. I don't even know how this is. Make a constitution save is going to be better. Uh, 12. Okay, so you're going to take 9 points poison damage. Um, poison. Anders, Yarrow yeah. is floating. How long does gaseous form last? Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. I think it's an hour. I believe it I is an hour. Yeah. yeah. Yes, one hour. So what are you trying to do? I'm going to go try to find the source of this acid and turn it off. Okay. So as you enter that giant room with all of the mirrors, you see that the, the mummy that you had resurrected has now fallen into the ground and is gone. The mirror that was on the ground is gone. You head through this room. And you head down this that long hallway that all the stuff has been pushed aside. You see that that now is gone. The the acid water, poison water, just keeps rushing. And so as you keep floating at the top, you make it all the way down that hall. You make it to the T. And this water just keeps rising and rising. And we'll go back into the room for a second. How long does the wall last? Oh, it's not a wall. It's like a column shooting out from me. My plan was to jump on top of the pedestal and start trying to push it away. But I I feel like I'm just (laughs) delaying the inevitable. Because, like, Gash's form, she moves 10 feet around. Like, she's a 10-foot speed. So by the time she gets to the top there, we are long dead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very slow ball of gas. And as uh, Yarrow reaches the, the upward slope, the the water hasn't reached there yet. Go ahead, Jen. Well, I, I mean, Newt has a brilliant idea. I, I'm going to take the cup, since I'm levitating, and like kind of nudge myself so I can put it back. It doesn't do anything. Darn. So okay. Try to, try to try to get some of it in it, maybe. Some of the some of the water. It. Okay. Water? That ain't water. Trust me. It it sits in there. It doesn't melt it or anything. Progress. I'm <laughs> floating with the cup full of poison. What do we Drink do, it? guys? And as I'm gonna say no. It, it starts to rise, and your wall. You're you're keeping it at bay. You're off the pedestal. But it, it's just not getting there. And, you know, uh, it starts to rise up, like Lucinda. <laughs> search for secret doors? Uh, give me a perception check. Like, what else we got? Look for buttons. Look, yeah, search for things I haven't noticed yet. I'll light a torch. That'll help. Uh, I, I keep rolling good. That's a total of 20. Dirty 20. As you look on the inside, and you're desperately, frantically looking around, there's nothing. This, this, these walls are bare. It, it is almost as if this has been done before. 
And as <laughs> as you dip the cup in, uh, Newt, it, it doesn't it doesn't change. The outside doesn't change. But if you touch it, it definitely burns and changes uh-huh. your skin. Uh, All right. Which you can see from Lucinda, kind of, you know, it rising and rising. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So I can get probably out of here because I can crawl along the ceiling. Uh, I don't think I'm strong enough to get anybody else out of here. Uh, I'd like to live. Yarrow! <laughs> uh, this is really awkward, but I'm gonna leave. Sorry! And I start I like... The, I take the torch I lit, chuck it in the, in the sea, take out my bourbon. I'm just going down. <laughs> Okay. And we all go so, down together. So Newt, as you're as you're on top of the ceiling, Lucinda, do you want to try and do anything different, or are you just hanging out? Uh, <laughs> I'm probably in shock. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna just say whatever I am. So you and you and Strato, <laughs> kind of just you're going down with the ship, um, Newt. As you climb and hug and hang onto the top as tight as possible, you feel it touch your back. So give me a Constitution save. That's ten. It hurts. Okay. Give me Ow. give me a strength save to hold on. Okay, come on. 17. Okay. You feel it and it hurts. Um, let's roll some damage. Uh, it's only it's only seven points of damage. Not too bad. But you feel it just burn your back. And okay. You're just tied up against that wall. But then it starts I'm just back burning my way all the way out. It says I can crawl along the wall. So it, I'll, it, starts, it starts to recede though. There's no way out at the top of this. Oh, it is just a giant close. square. Got it. But it starts right, to recede. New plan. Let's try to force our way out. And I'm going to invoke Erupting Earth right at the base of the door. Okay, we'll wreck on that, yeah. Oh, was I dead already? I thought we were still on the pedestal. It has risen above the Oh, pedestal. I did not realize we were past that point. Oh, I bet. Go, oh, oh, that's fine. Oh, no, I'm dead. I'm I fine. mean, I'm a fan of retconning it. No, I want to okay. on this. Let's do this. <laughs> Alright, let's try to just poke blow the damn door open so this is just like literally the ground erupts where i invoke for d12s of bludgeoning damage let's do it and all right kaboom boom i can do this a few times if i need to 36 36 points of damage damage? yeah Yeah. so as you do that it just opens the floodgate and it just it, you crack the bottom of this door and the the acid poison water just comes rushing in and at that point it you two you Lucinda and you Strodos are overcome with this but Newt you're hanging on <laughs> and, thanks for opening the door and Yarrow yeah what do you want to do now that you've reached this giant climb up? Do you want to... Uh, does it appear like it's coming from the other side of the T that we didn't explore, or is it coming from, like, the central area? 
you can't tell because it's kind of coming from everywhere and it's all just rising at once. Okay. Um. Um. Well, that first room looked like it had acid in it, so that means probably still out there too. So the source is probably not the other way in the tea. So I'm gonna go out the front. Just keep going the way we came in. Okay. Okay. So are you gonna leave gaseous form because at this point you get the feeling that it's no longer rising up that giant steep uh, incline that you came down. Or are you going to stay in gaseous form and just kind of slowly... Um, if it doesn't look like it is rising anymore and it looks like it has, like, settled, and I'm if I could be a person and not be in it and it's not going to come up to me, then I would drop it. Okay. Okay, I move yeah. move a lot faster. Yeah, that's me. fair. You you would drop it. And so, as, as this... And just to be clear, Newt, it is probably ten minutes before it finally gets... That's about last 10 minutes, I will point out. So after 10 minutes, you see the top of that pedestal, but you don't see your friends. And then it reaches the floor, and again, you don't see your friends. But you can see the floor, no acid. And the door has been cracked enough for you to kind of worm your way out. I'm going to pull a flask out of my bag and just like, do a toast to my friends who apparently dissolved and then get the hell out of this horrible place. So as you sprint, you catch uh, Yarrow because yeah. the door is closed. <gasps> to the exit of the temple? To the exit of the temple. Uh, hi, spider lady. You survived. Cool. So did I. Our friends are dead, or or they might be like alive, maybe, but I didn't see them. But probably that means they're dead. Uh, how do we get did out of they, here? Did they leave anything behind? <laughs> nope. Well, I didn't really look very hard, but probably no. I feel like we should leave. That is disappointing. Yeah. We should go. We should go. How do we get the door open? Perhaps simply applying quite a bit of brute force would do the trick. Or looking for another button. Or you could look for a button. But if you trigger another acid, I... True. Okay, well, I don't really think I have the kind of brute force that's gonna open this door. Like, I could punch it a lot, but I don't... I don't think punching is... I mean, I could try. You want me to punch it? No, I will, uh call upon some friends to provide the brute force and I'm going to conjure some animals specifically I'm going to conjure one beast of a challenge rating of two and try to get something big and strong that can just smash the wall open sounds like a cave bear um let's see I've got uh what is an allosaurus is that a dinosaur? Of some is that a yeah. dinosaur thingy? Is that, is that a smashing dinosaur? Is that the, the head? I don't know my dinosaur. Uh, I'm so sorry. Roughly shaped like a T-Rex, but a little smaller. Yeah, I mean, what whatever you want to try and form here to, to make this happen. Um, no, giant, I'm going to do a giant boar. I was going to say a giant boar is on there. Um, yeah. 
smashed into the wall until a hole is formed. It takes a little bit. That's all I got. Um, it takes a lot of bit, actually. I stand back from the wall while this is happening and just sort of like, uh, okay. Is there, I mean, is there anything you're trying to do, Newt, while this is happening? I'll look, I'll look for buttons. I won't press them, but I'll look for them. Okay, give me a perception check. Ooh, 22. You find a very, 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 very small button. Um, okay, uh, Spider Lady, uh, there is a little tiny button here. I, I, I Actually, I should speak up because the boar is crashing against the wall, probably really loud. So, uh, hey, uh, there's a button. Should I push it? I'm capable of becoming gas one more time, so why not? I'm not, though. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> Maybe... How's the boar doing over there? It's not... It's not going. Okay. Um, this poor fake creature. Okay, just a sec. I'm gonna, like, do... A, I'm gonna do it in a sec, just a sec. I'm gonna do, like, a meditation pose and be like, okay... Sister, Kepri, um, trying to get back to you, and if I kill myself by pushing a tiny button, I'm really sorry. Um, so, and I push the button. As you push the button, the door opens. (laughs) (laughs) The Faye board just like smashes through nothing and there's no out in the desert, just trampling (laughs) off. So that that is the end of the Tomb Raiders. I do want to say yeah. thank you, everybody. Um, I, I said I wasn't going to TPK everybody, and I didn't. I'm so glad. Um, and Strordos, it, you it tried. Does, it does sound like you may not have died with your immunity oh. to poison. No, I'm not immune. I'm resistant. No, so like no. between <laughs> that and some shit, I might be able to swim through it for a little bit. You took longer to die. You, you, you died by more drowning. painful died by drowning yeah. how about that <laughs> well, I, I i can't drown i breathe underwater oh, i'm a triton well water and poison that's fair that's fair <laughs> i like the idea that like there's... two hours later like a almost like decomposed triton comes like staggering yeah. out of the door um but okay so reason why the wall of water didn't work is there is a very if you guys would have went right you would have died for sure there is a very powerful lich to the right that is harvesting people and as yeah. as set up in a monk het the curse of the wandering is once all moisture is removed from the body it becomes a risen zombie creature thing so it's trying to expedite that process with magical means and has sucked all moisture out of this tomb so it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. That um, yeah, was very fun. And y- y'all did great. It was so much fun. Um, it's so weird with the one shot. You don't know how far it's going to go. Or I-, I had a bunch of other stuff we could have done, but I'm glad we-, we did what we did. So, Also, the trap I gave you guys some time was the Indiana Jones trap. We talked about it. You got to yeah. replace it with... <laughs> I was like this far away from doing that. I was so close. And then I was like, no, I'll dip it in the water. you could have it was so close Um, but I do want to say thank you everybody for you know playing a sweet one chat with me 
Um, thank you, everybody in chat, for hanging out with us. And we will catch you guys on Thursday for the podcast and Friday. Uh, let's do one more round. If there's something you all want to promote, feel free. Um, we'll start with you, Anders. Oh, that's me. Hello. I'm Anders. You can find me on the internet, Anders underscore D underscore K. Um, I regained my brain while we were playing and want to plug that on Saturday at... 6 EST. Yep, 6 p.m. EST. Um, the grand finale of our Saltmarsh Tamarit's Fate adventure will occur over on Variant Roll. Nice. They are about to be attacked by a massive swarm of drowned zombies. And we're gonna see if they survive. Nice. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. And we find that at twitch.tv slash... Uh, yes. Twitch.tv slash Variant Rolls. Go. I'm going to be there. Everybody check it out if you can. I'm excited to hear about it. Um, we'll go to the other survivor, Jen. Hello! Um, just come say hi to me on Twitter. I'm at Q-U-I-X-O-T-E-J-E-N and I don't have anything to plug. I just like people, so come say hi to me. Okay. And um, Lucinda, is there something you are star? Is there something you would like to plug? Uh, nothing I want to plug right now. Uh, just... You can find me at Mad Brad Star Child uh, on various internet things. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And last but not least, Nat. Hi, I'm Crime Nat. You can find me on Twitter at Crime Nat, K R E I M Nat. I, uh, like I said, working. I produce a monthly publication through RPG Kitchen to to feed the hungry and uplift and shine a light on indie RPG creators. If you've got something you think is really cool and special that you'd like more people to see, come see, come check us out. Uh, we got forms open at our uh, uh, my pinned tweet on the Twitter. Besides that, I'm gonna be a little absent this next few weeks because I'm gonna go into Europe uh, two days from now, and I'm really excited. Nice. That's awesome. What part? Uh, UK mostly. Nice. Well done. Have a few beers for me. I try. <laughs> well, again, thanks everybody for playing. I really appreciated, you know, spending the time with you. Um, thanks everybody in chat, and be sure to check us out Thursday night for the podcast and Friday for Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Until then, thank you, you to our illustrious DM Bob. Thank you, DM. Thank you. Yay! Yay! Jazz hands. I'm sorry for.